0: Alright, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings. This is episode 48, and I think I'm gonna talk about Christian dating. Let's talk about Christian dating today. And before we do, I want to thank you for listening and invite you to partner with us just to help us keep this thing going. This is what I do full time. I, I I do this podcast, I make content, I travel and preach. I'm writing a curriculum for a kingdom school. Um, Just really focus on discipleship, and that looks different in different ways. But this is what I get to do full-time. I get to to minister and to make things for you that are free, and we're supported by your generosity. And so if you want to partner with our ministry, click on any of the links in the description or go to shanewinnings.com and click on the Give button, and that will help us a lot, help us keep going, and help us to begin to raise funds for events that we want to do next year. Okay, so let's talk about Christian dating. This is totally unscripted. Um, I'm going to talk from what the Bible says. I'm going to give a little bit of my own opinion based on the Scripture, and we'll just go from there. Um, So first, it's important to just lay down this foundation, this groundwork here. The Bible commands us as believers to not be unequally yoked. This is one of the biggest things I see in youth, and even not in youth, even in people, you know, millennials and older people, you know, the stresses of life and other failed relationships and things, they cause people to begin to compromise a little bit. And they'll say, well, you know, they're not a strong believer, or they're not a... They haven't really said they're a Christian, but they say they believe in God and, you know, I don't know. I just feel like God wants me to minister to them. God is not going to call you to do something that opposes something else that he's already said. Here's what that means. If we've been commanded to not be unequally yoked, God is not going to counter that. He's not going to contradict that scripture by telling you to go evangelize, minister, and try to save someone that you're also dating. Like that, they oppose each other. So as believers, the first thing we need to get down is, hey, we are called to be equally yoked. Now that isn't just, don't look at it like this, just, well, I need to check the box and make sure they're a Christian. You could marry someone who says they're a Christian, and you could hate your life. You could, and I say marry because that's where dating leads to. That's the point of dating is to find out who you're going to marry and who you're not going to marry. But if you just go into it and say, I'm just I'm just looking for someone who's a Christian, you know, as long as they check the box, like everything else is good. That is not what being yoked means. Like being yoked, if, if you don't know what that is, pause this or 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 you know, back out of it so that it's still playing. Pull up Google Images right now and look up what a yoke is. Y O K E I. A yoke is usually like a wood block that that goes around the necks of cattle. So it takes two cattle and makes them go in one direction. Are you following me? You're going in one direction. Now, I know people that profess to be Christians, but they're going in a different direction than I'm going. And so I don't want to yoke myself with those people. And if you were to ask them, they wouldn't want to yoke themselves with me. It's important that we're not just checking a box. I hope you're hearing this, and I really feel like I'm speaking to young women. You need to see what kind of man you are yoking yourself with. Men, you need to look at what kind of woman you are yoking yourself with. But I I really feel called to speak to women right now. Again, this isn't scripted. I'm just kind of letting the Holy Spirit lead this one. Women and young girls, you are going to put yourself under the spiritual authority of a man when you get married. You want to make sure that that man is putting himself under the spiritual authority of God and his word. Not just a guy who says, yeah, I'm a Christian. Sure, I'll go to church. Like, that is not the kind of guy that you want to be with. He He's not ready. You want to be with someone who is walking with the Lord, who is running after Jesus. Someone who's on the narrow path. They know exactly why they're alive. And I'm not saying they know what they're going to do with their life. They know, you know, they have a, a great education or all that stuff. Like, that stuff can be important. But above having a an Ivy League degree, I want someone who is burning for Jesus. That is way more important to me. When I met my wife, I knew that she was going the same direction that I was going. And so I knew that I wanted to be yoked with her. And that when I yoked myself with her, it would be easy. Jesus says, His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Why is His yoke easy? If you're going the same direction as Him, then there's not going to be this tension. Now, look at that picture of the yoke again, if you have it pulled up. Imagine if those two cattle were trying to go opposing directions. The one on the left was going left. The one on the right was trying to go right. That would be so difficult, and they wouldn't get anywhere. They would be be pulling against each other all the time. They'd be working against each other. It would not work. But imagine if both of them communicated and said, hey, we're both going to go forward. Okay, now let's take it a step further. We're both going to take our first step with our left foot and we're going to be in sync, literally, left foot, right foot, left foot. Like we are going to be perfectly walking together. That would make the most productive, efficient way of transporting something. If those cattle were like synchronized down to the step. What if they were even breathing the same? Like, okay, we're going to go in four breaths, out four breaths. Like, I'm getting extreme here, but imagine if they were just like almost robotic. They were exactly, it would be like a well-tuned, fine-oiled machine. That is an easy yoke. It's not stressful for either one of them. Well, that is what Jesus calls us to. Man, if you lay your life down for my sake, if you come up under my yoke, it's easy. It's going to be hard for you if you're trying to go a different direction, but if you're following me, that yoke is going to be easy, and the burden on you is going to be light. Now imagine like two cattle, one of them is just a tank and a leader, and the other one is, is good at following. They can't carry as much weight, but they come up under the same yoke. That leader, that tank is going to be bearing most of the burden. It's going to make it a lot easier for that other one. This is what it's like when we yoke ourselves up under Jesus. Are you guys following me? So this same principle, this is important to apply when we're looking for someone to date to eventually marry. You want to make sure that you are going the same direction as them. You have the same values. You have the same goals. You have the same principles. You have the same desires even. Not desires like, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. Things that need to line up. How do you want to raise your kids? What kind of values do you have? Politically, even like you want to make sure that you align. I didn't want my yoke to be hard and I didn't want the burden to be even harder. And so when I met Jessica, I think it was it was before I ever took her on a date. I sent her a list of like deal breakers. And I was being extreme because I had wasted so much time dating all the wrong girls. And I didn't want, I knew by that point, like what I don't want. And so I just said, hey, here's all my deal breakers. If any of these don't work for you, and I'm not asking you to bend or compromise, I'm saying if you don't passionately feel the same way I do about these things, it's not going to work. And I sent her, and this was in a text, and I sent like 10 things that were like musts right? And it was like, I am against abortion. I'm pro-life. You know, I, I have conservative values. I am not liberal. Like, and, and if you are like, hey, that's on you, but I am not that way. And if we were to get together, this thing is not going to work out. Like, I thought about every single area that something could go wrong. And I just said, hey, this is what I believe. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe in praying in tongues. I believe in healing and deliverance and all this stuff like if she would have said, well, I don't believe in any of that stuff and I think it's kind of weird, we would not have worked out. It just wouldn't have worked because I was running in those things and I didn't want to compromise my walk with the Lord and what, what I had going on for some girl. When I met Jessica, I actually had a fear of the Lord that she was going to mess up my relationship with Him. But as we began to talk, as we got these deal breakers out of the way, as we found out that we agreed on all of these things, I realized that when you marry when you date even the right person, they strengthen your relationship with God. They push you closer to God, and that's what Jessica did. The longer we've been together, the more she has pushed me towards the Father. She strengthened me. She's she's blessed my life. We've never had an argument. We've never fought in over five years together and four years married, and we have a, a son who's almost a year old. We've never fought. Have we disagreed? 100%. We have disagreed on stuff all the time. But we've communicated. It takes two to tango. It takes one to pursue peace. And it's so important that you marry the right person, which starts with dating the right person. Christian dating. All it does is it goes back to the... The basics. Get in the Word. Get in the Bible. Find out what it says about living the Christian life. Make sure that you're living the Christian life. Make sure you're running after God. Make sure you have an intimate relationship with Jesus. Because if you're not getting built up by Jesus in the secret place, you're not going to have anything to pour into someone else. You're going to need that person. And when you need a person, you're in trouble because people will fail you. And when you need another human being to fill your love tank and meet your expectations, you're going to be disappointed. And that's where frustration comes from is unmet expectations. And when frustration creeps in, there begins to be justification for your feelings. And all of a sudden, you're yelling at each other and you're justified in doing it. And that's the worst place to be. That's where unforgiveness, bitterness comes in, cold heart, hard heart. Mind starts wondering. You start wondering if you'd be happy somewhere else, if you made the right decision, maybe you should get out, maybe you should do something. Then you know what happens? The enemy comes in and he just puts all the right people in your life who say all the right things. Oh, and by the way, they always happen to be the opposite sex, and they happen to be very attractive to you. And this is how divorce happens. I mean, it's that easy. When you put expectations on someone else, and they don't meet them, you can justify why you're upset. Well, you should have done this. Well, you should have done that. Well, I've done that for you. Well, you didn't do this for me. Well, you made me feel that way. And when that happens over time, eventually you just get tired of talking about it, and so you just kind of harden up. But then, oh, there's someone at work. There's someone at the whatever who is good-looking, and they want to talk to you, and they want to listen to everything you have to say. And, well, if you were my whatever, I wouldn't treat you that way. And that is where trouble begins, let me tell you. You can avoid that temptation entirely. You can avoid that. You can just marry the right person, get filled with the presence of God every single day, (laughs) Like every day you can go in your prayer closet, you can, you can go in your office, you can lay on the floor, you can sit on your bed, wherever it's private and there's no one else, and you can just meet with God. And every single day, He can fill you. Every day, He can make you brand new. Every day, He will fill your love tank. And when you come out of that place, you'll have something to give instead of something to need. In the mornings, I meet with the Lord every day, and then when I meet my wife, I have something to give her. I have a love to give because I've been poured into by the Father, and I know who I am. I know my identity, and I don't need to get it from her. I'm validated by the Father. I don't need her to validate me. I'm affirmed by God, and I know that He cares for me. I don't need to be affirmed by my wife. It doesn't matter how she treats me because he's treated me so right. He saved me when I didn't deserve it. Now, I married the right person, so my wife treats me very well, but I don't need it. And so it's wonderful because I can just receive it. And so five years later, we still haven't had a fight. I haven't even considered the idea of what it would be like if I wasn't with her. Well, I have, and I thought it would suck. (laughs) I was like, man, if I didn't have you, like my life would not be as good as it is right now. You have so blessed my life. This is the importance of marrying the right person. And and we're going to have her on the podcast, um, I think, tomorrow. We're going to start doing a weekly um, little series for the next couple weeks, just talking about different marriage topics. Communication will be a big one. But are you guys catching where I'm going with this? Like, you can avoid all of the pitfalls of a bad marriage. You can avoid all of the things your parents went through. It starts by dating the right person. It starts by marrying the right person. It starts by having good communication. But all of that is going to fall on its face if you are not getting alone with God. If you are not pursuing Jesus. If you are not getting filled up by Him, you're going to be looking to someone else to fill you up. And in a world where they're constantly trying to fill you with different things, that is not the place you want to be. You want to be getting filled daily by the Father so that you come out overflowing, ready to pour into everyone else. Amen? I hope this helps. Listen, if it did, share it with someone else. Send it to someone. Send it to all your single friends who are, man, they're just wanting to meet the right person. Listen, I heard this before and it makes so much sense. If you're running after the Lord, you're going to run into your spouse because your future spouse is is also the person who is running after the Lord. And when you're both running after them, you're going to meet each other in that place. You got to trust God. You have to give it to Him. You have to let Him work. Don't try to force something. Just let God do His thing. Trust Him. Say, God, this is what I I would love to have in a spouse. And tell Him every single thing that you would like to have in a spouse and then say, Lord, I want to marry the person you have for me, and so I just submit it to you, I yield to you, I trust you, and I thank you that you know and you care and you love me in Jesus' name. And then you just you give it to him, and you trust him, and you wait. He's going to bring the right person for you, but maybe he's delaying that person because you're not ready. If you were to meet your spouse right now, you might screw it up. This is an invitation to get to the place where you could be prepared to meet your future husband or wife. And it starts in the prayer closet. It starts on your knees. It starts getting filled up by God. Amen? Amen. Well, guys, hey, thanks for listening so much. Like I said, make sure you share this with someone. Encourage people. Um, tag tag me on Instagram. Post it to your story. You know, let's get this thing out there. Let's, let's spread the word about Christian dating so that we start to see a generation who is doing it the right way. Amen? Well, thanks for listening, guys. Like I said, I think tomorrow we'll have my wife on here. So I'm excited for that episode. Make sure you uh, click the bell, hit the like button, hit the uh, turn on notifications. That way you get updated when we post that episode so you don't miss out. And we'll see you tomorrow.